Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode, can you believe it, 199 for September 4th, 2019. My name is Phil Pinsky. With me, as always, are Bill Lutz and Tim Sway. This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Hang on, hang on, I can do better. Jimmy again. That's what he deserves. Anybody can do better. Say Jimmy again. Jimmy DeResta. I'll edit out the first one. No, I won't. No, you got to leave it in. <laughs> yeah, of course. You should know how disrespectful you are to the Godfather. Uh, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Kling Spores, and our newest... $10 patron, Josh Alexander, a.k.a. Bill, say the name. Who is that? No, don't sneeze. Say the name. But I'm bummed. No, that was let's, his name. Let's hear the brass. Who is that? That? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> Nobody wanted that. Oh, oh, because he's a new $10 guy. I was supposed to give him the... Sorry, I forgot. That's cool. We're gonna we'll need to hire a new trumpet. hundred and ninety-eight times. Hundred ninety-nine episodes, and that's it. Apparently, I'm done on the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And of course, Gengi and Pop Pop Makerspace. What are we working on? Let's go to Bill Lutz, who is working on stuff. I am actually working on stuff. Can you believe that? No. Yes. So what? What's yes. what's awesome about this is I've been dreading. I've been so dreading doing the two sliding barn doors one for the bathroom one for the break room and um i finally said okay honey i'm gonna i'm gonna do this thing and then she came out in the garages i i just i was i, I was, we got measurements i went to the salon you know made sure i got the right measurements and everything and i'm back in my garage and i'm cleaning and organizing getting ready for stuff because i'm gonna make stuff and i gotta get the garage ready to make stuff and she came out, she said, oh, what's the matter? You look so sad. And I'm like, I don't want to really make these stupid doors. I just don't want to make them. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells me, honey, I'm sorry. And so we talked about it and we compromised. Part of the reason why I don't want to make the doors is because I think that the bathroom door is not going to be in compliance um, with a sliding door on it. I don't think it's going to pass inspection. I just don't. Everything inside me says it's not going to. So I didn't want to do that one anyway. The break room wasn't so bad. So we agreed that I'm not going to do the bathroom. It already has a door. doesn't need another door. It's got a compliant door, wheelchair accessible, all of that. But the break room doesn't have a door. The break room has an old shower curtain and it looks tacky. So that's why <laughs> that's why I'm going to do this. So I got into it, man. I start, I went to Home Depot and I, I bought some supplies and I picked out a few of the stuff I had lying around to add to it. Um, started get. I have missed my tools. I have mm. missed my tools. I didn't realize. I, 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 I actually, I had uh, lunch. She brought out lunch yesterday. And I had it on my table saw. I actually just sat down <laughs> on my table saw. It was a beautiful thing. I, uh, I, so, yeah, I'm making this uh, barn door, sliding barn-style door with a clear... I found a big sheet of this corrugated... Um, I guess it is Lexan. Uh, corrugated Lexan that's going to fit perfect. So it's going to be like a, a, a kind of can't-see-through-it-but-you-can-see-through-it type of deal. Like a... I don't know. Anyway. Translucent, so not transparent. Yeah, yeah, it's translucent. So it's so exciting. So I got it all cut up and, and pretty much built yesterday. Uh, today I got home from work and got the stain slapped on there. So I'm going to let that dry while I go to Utah. Because we're leaving Wednesday for a trip to Utah. And um, when I get back next week, I will slap it all together before I put a finish on it. Take it over there, mount the runners, make sure everything fits how it's supposed to. One thing I forgot to do, though, if you guys have an idea... At the very bottom of this door, you need to cut a channel for the 
uh, little for the thing so it doesn't kick around, it doesn't flap back and forth. A little channel channel for a little peg or a slide thing to go up in there. And mm-hmm. I forgot to cut that channel on the bottom of this door. So now I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. They make router bits that are wider than the marble, right? So the bearing, I always call it a marble. So it's it's like a um, they make them for doing like uh, finger joints. So you can just so in your hand in your handheld router. The marble's right. a quarter inch thick, and then the blade's a quarter, or the, the bearing's a quarter inch or whatever, and then the blade's a quarter inch, and then there's another bearing after that. You can actually take them off and on and, and put them in stuff, and so you can just, uh, with the table laying flat, just like it does on your workbench, you can just put the router down and go zing. Cause so it you cuts. see it behind me right now, Yeah, right? so you put the router right on the top of it, like it is, and just run it right down the side, and the router blade will cut into the bottom, like right along the edge, yeah. Oh, I have okay. I know what he's talking about. He's talking yeah. about a, a basically. It looks like it's a uh, uh, a groove cutter. Yeah. Right? But it's a bit. But it's a groove cutter, and it's and it's got a it's bearing guided groove cutter for your router. Yeah. So you so you can either do that, or do you have a like one of those things a side mounted guide for your router? Yeah, but that's I I think I do, or I can make one. But boy, yeah. it's, we're talking an inch and a half. I've got to ride my router on an inch and a half. You don't though, because what you can do is you can clamp a bigger piece, piece of wood, wood right on yeah. top, I, and then I, run. I thought about that too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm interested in this uh, router bit, Tim. If you send me a link, that would be great. Yeah, I'm looking to see if I can find one right now. I, I got I one from China for four bucks. It's good. Yeah, I I can't remember what they're. It's like a dato router. On, on, Kind of it's a slot cutter. It's a slot yeah. cutting router bit, with a bearing guide. Usually, you'd have a separate one that would do the tenons. So this would do the uh, this would do the mortise. Oh, here we go. going to do it. like uh, cabinet doors or whatever. This is awesome. Here's an Amana. This is why I love making. I forgot how much I love this. Yeah, I'm sending you a link. It's a um, it's an Amana that's like fifty bucks. But to, to give you an idea of what it looks like, you can you don't have to get, spend fifty bucks on one. You can find a, a less expensive one if you're only going to use it once. You know. <laughs> I'm probably only ever going to yeah. use it once. But so yeah, so this will this will. I mean, you're not going to get an inch and a half deep channel, but you're going to get you can you can get it down right to the center of your board, and you know it's. I don't know how deep it cuts. It's probably like, you know, like a half. Inch. I need three quarters of an inch deep by a quarter inch wide is what I need. Yeah, you have to run it a couple of times. Um. Well. Yeah, the, to to get the thickness of it, you'll have to run it a couple times because it's only going to be a Not quarter the depth, inch. Yeah, but yeah, but the depth is going to be kind of once and done. It's however deep it is from the the guide. But once you have the right. slot cut, you could take the um, the bearing off, and you could run just the shaft right along the edge. I like of the, the way you said that. The shaft. Okay, mine. The one I was thinking was a little different. I'm going to send you the one that I was thinking. All right, I'll take them both. This is riveting audio. No, wait, look at this. <laughs> yeah, this. Oh, 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 now that I'm looking at the picture. Oh, I see. You get it? So yep. yours is yours is a bottom guided bit. I was thinking more like a top guided bit here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, you know, but I'm I'm curious to see what Phil's gonna send. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing, just the bearings on the other side. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's all you need. Oh. Perfect. You guys Jackpot. are the best ever in the world. I love you both so much. Well, next Frankly, time, just put I'm it happy on the to group. return the favor. Yeah. Just put it on the group next What's time, and we'll answer you there. So. <laughs> Actually, you're not making a video about this, are you? No. Uh, see that would have been but are you making is it a custom door from like two by lumber that you're making no I used um, three quarter uh, by uh, was it uh, eight and a half or whatever uh, planks to okay. do the framing yeah yeah and then I kind of I made uh, I made it to where the, the outside edge looks like it's all just uh, jointed together, it looks beautiful. You don't see anything, no nails, no screws, no nothing. Now on the back side, I actually made it to where I put some sandwich pieces in there to hold the plexiglass in there. So you can you can kind of yeah. tell from the back side, but from the front, it looks amazing. Yeah. Okay, but how did you join all the framing together? A uh, combination of uh, nails, um, uh, pin nails, uh, screws, and um, pocket holes. Oh, okay, okay. Pocket holes on the like- inside. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I did the, the pocket holes is on the uh, the stretcher, the cross piece. Oh, gotcha. Okay. 
But then the rails and the rails and the styles are joined with what? The rails and the styles. What do you mean the rails and the styles? The tops and the like, bottoms. Tops and the sides. Yeah. So like the two sides. These are the rails, and then the piece that go across are called the styles. Uh, okay, so I laid down two pieces flat, and then yeah. I screwed another piece on the top and the bottom. Then I flipped it over, and I filled in the gap. Uh, oh, so okay. it's all the, the material's half as thick as the end result. So you did like a gotcha. You sandwiched. Right. It's all. Okay. It ends up all being three uh, inch and a half wide, but it's done by sandwiching together. Three I quarter made, inch. Yep. Yeah, I made like a, it's where the plexiglass is going to sit. I cut out the little I slot for it to fit over it and covered yeah. on there. And that's cool. It's like making okay. it's like making dados by just cutting. Two pieces of wood that are different lengths and correct. Yeah, and alternating them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to do it. That is clever. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. Okay, interesting. Uh, is that all? Is that all you're up to? And getting ready to go to Utah. It's our anniversary, so we're going to go uh, visit the daughter person and take everybody in the family to see a Utah Royals uh, women's soccer game. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's wow. That's quite the celebration. Hmm. I know. I gotta think of something. I don't drink anymore, so you know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Obviously, go to a women's soccer game. I mean, what else? That or whiskey. <laughs> hey, I know. Let's see what you guys have been up to. Tim, why don't you kick that off? What are you? What are you? What's going on there? Um, I'm very happy to report that my Square pre-sale that I was running last week was a success, and so I am making another batch of both Metric and Imperial Squares. Um, oh, and they're about, for the size batches I'm making, they're about half sold out, like, in the pre-order. So, there will be more available, but it's, I'm not making a huge batch, and, uh, this will probably be the last time I make them, which is what I said last time. <laughs> but... I, I think I mean it this time. Um, but so they should be, if you've pre-ordered a square, thank you very much for your support. And um, they should be shipping out in October. Is uh, They should get made maybe even sooner, but I know last time he was like, oh yeah, we'll get it next weekend. It took him three weeks, so so I'm pushing it to October, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, and then they're, they're still available for sale. You can still order them now at timsway.net slash square. Uh, just know that they won't ship until October. Um, what else? Paul Jackman stopped by yesterday. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, he Holy was driving back from. He was driving back from the Cape. Paul and his wife Kristen stopped by, and, and we went out to lunch. They actually took my family out to lunch, and snuck the credit card in to pay for it before we could, um, which I didn't complain about. I was like, he's got that YouTube money, so you know. Yeah, he's rolling in it. That well, guy. Well, that and he eats like as much as all you put together, and he's a vegetarian. Well, we went. Yeah, we went to a vegan restaurant. It was awesome. It was uh, there's a, a vegan restaurant downtown that my wife had been to once, but I hadn't tried yet, and it was just just fantastic. So he could um, eat like a whole bale of hay, huh? That's exactly what he ordered was a bale of hay. Yeah. 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 Um, I am working on. Yes, yeah, so that was cool seeing Paul. Um, and uh, I'm working on uh, my double base, which is coming along. Uh, it's you know I've got a lot of a lot of things happening that seem good and. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to put them all together to make an instrument. So, it's a it's it's a unique unique challenge uh, to do this, and uh, I'm working on that. That's pretty much getting most of my attention right now. But on the side of that, I'm making a uh, a guitar just to have for the show because I'd sold one of my little kind of small guitars that um, I make those little the pilot series I call them. Um, I, I just sold one outright, and I like having those at the guitar shows because I think they look good and I have a a spot for him, so I'm making another one to replace that. Uh, I have a show coming up in the beginning of October, the first weekend. And um, and then, uh, let me see, oh yeah, uh, I've got another guitar I'm going to be making f um, coming up pretty soon that I'm excited about, an acoustic. I'm going to make a uh, an acoustic guitar, like a real one, not a holocord door one. And it's going to be what kind of what's called a parlor guitar. Um, it's like a small acoustic guitar, basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to start that. It's going to be a bunch of new, challenging stuff to screw up and learn on doing that so that's what's going on uh, at my shop right now cool phil i um i finished up that pencil holder that i was talking about last week and i showed it to the boys here and they made fun of me but that's fine um, I, that's not true we, we liked didn't it. make any fun we just said it looks like we a birdhouse yeah that you cut the bottom off no you're right it's i like was pencils. way off yeah 
<clears throat> Anyways, I, uh, I have a couple of projects I'm going to be working on. I, uh, I have to make some, uh, some trophy shelves for my kids. So these are going to be some painted projects. I'm going to uh, basically just make some just easy-peasy shelves for their rooms. They started getting trophies from soccer and hockey and stuff, so they're very excited to put them up there. So it'll be, um, I'm going to match them to the paint of their rooms, and it's going to be a, an opportunity to play with the HVLP gun. Um, and then I'm going to be swinging by the, uh, actually I'm going to the, uh, what's it called again? The lumberyard. I'm going to be checking out a lumberyard here in Montreal for the first time ever. Uh, yeah, normally, any uh, any wood that I've bought has been S4S that I've bought from like the woodworking store, and it's a fortune. Um, but I've been meaning to uh, swing by this place. It's not that far from my house. It's maybe 20, 30 minutes away. And uh, and I wanted to make a bigger chessboard. So I wanted to buy some walnut, and a friend of mine who wanted me to make him something, so he wanted it out of Purple Heart, so I'm going to be making that. Anyways, just uh, just up and around, but I'm flying to Toronto for the day tomorrow, so... This is my week that uh, I'm supposed to be in Montreal, and most of it is busy and not really in Montreal. But anyways, is what it is. Moving on. Um, let's see here. Uh, topic, topic. Okay, so who wants to do the thing? Do you want to say the thing? Uh, you're the host. All right. Well, I'm not going to say that. But basically, so here's what's going on. Next week is our 200th episode. I mean, let me just check my math on that. Uh, one plus one ninety nine. Yeah, it's our two hundredth episode. So this week is kind of like a hype up episode, right? Because we are well, part of it will be the other part of it will be arguing with with Tim. But um, what we wanted to do is we're saying it now and we'll say it throughout the episode. Is that next week will basically be a Q and A episode. So we'll be putting it out on all of our socials and stuff. But we're saying it here. Send us in your questions either email or through any of our socials or on Twitter uh, at Reclaimed Audio or like I said by email info reclaimedaudiopodcast.com that email address goes to all three of us at the same time um, and that's what we're going to be doing there so that's what uh, let's get ready to fumble means it basically means that we're going to mess up next week's episode so and also could we throw it out that we would have done a live Facebook um, like live stream Facebook episode, but we don't know how to do it. So if anybody knows how to get three of us on a Facebook live chat in the next couple of days, if we can figure it out, we might just end up doing that. No promises, but yeah, it seems that it's on the browser, not on your phone. Right. Cause we have to record audio and it, it seems that nowadays it's that because everybody and their mother has a podcast, they've figured out that they need to start monetizing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. you know? So uh, it seems you know we're since we're only going to do one live episode, it doesn't really seem worth buying a year subscription to some yeah. recording service. We so. already know how to do it if it costs us money. We're just trying to be yeah. cheap. If anybody knows how to do it on the cheap, let us know. Other than that, yeah. send us your questions. I mean, we, we could always just all say, fly to Denver and just do it from there together. Oh uh, yeah, we can go to Mitchell Dillman's. Oh yeah, okay. He's, he's yeah. down in uh, Colorado City. Down. Does down he have internet? Lower, no, not Colorado City. It's a uh, spring, spring something. I don't know. He, well, he'd we're... certainly welcome us. We that seems like that. a good central location for the three of us to meet. Maybe like you know Iowa. No, I I think Colorado's good. Okay. No, Chicago would be the most central to all of us. Oh, I'm never going to Chicago again. You kidding? Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, oh, I, that that yeah, time, yeah. I think you did that thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. I, I like. I thought Chicago was beautiful. I don't care for the pizza. I don't think that's. That's not pizza. No, it's not pizza. I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Fighting words. This is a fighting episode. Chicago pizza is not pizza. Nah. All right. Go. Ask Screw us your questions. You, <laughs> Speaking of random cities associated with pizza, do you, have you guys heard of the uh, the chain called Boston Pizza? Um, Boston's not well known for pizza. No, I haven't. No, no. It's a chain, and they have them in Montreal. I assume they have them in parts of the U.S. as well, but nope, as soon as I saw it, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's not something that makes any sense at all. Hmm. You should, whenever they advertise lobster pizza, run. No, yeah, because no. the worst parts, it's leftover. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like lobster, to be honest with you. If this is the arguing episode, I'm going to tell you right now. Lobster is just a giant insect from the ocean, and it's gross, and it used to be <laughs> dog food. <laughs> okay. I've only had one lobster that I liked actually, and it was it was delicious. But most of people don't know how to cook it, and I can't afford to go to the places where they do know how to cook it. So, well, last where when was I? Last week, actually the week before last, we were in a gunk with Maine, and uh, 
and so that's a lobster town. Yeah, that's that's where lobster comes from. Ironically, all the lobster in Agunquit, Maine, comes from <laughs> comes from Canada. They ship it in. <laughs> I don't think there's any lobster left in a gunk with me. Well, the, the lobster industry is actually in trouble because of climate change, too, and everything's shifting north, you know. There's, uh, yes, the, the insects are crawling somewhere else. Yeah, they're coming to you. <laughs> uh, that's, I think it's Halifax. Have you guys, have you guys ever had uh, crawdads or crayfish or whatever they call it? Tinier oh, yeah. insects? No. Yeah. yeah, we used to hunt them. That's good. Bow and arrow. Yeah, my very challenging. Would go, uh, no, you don't even need. Uh, my stepdad would go deep sea fishing. And whatever he caught, whatever fish he caught, yeah. he would cut the heads off when he cleaned them, but he'd save the heads and freeze it. And then we'd go to this little creek by our house and he'd just tie a rope through the fish head, throw it in the water. 15 minutes later, pull it out and you got like 20 little crawdads on there. You pull them out and break off the tails, throw their body back in the water. He said the tails would grow back. I don't think that's true. No, he just said that so you wouldn't cry. Yeah, and then you clean it and barbecue it right there on the spot. It's good. So you want to eat the things that eat the dead thing that you wouldn't eat. That's what that's that's your goal. None of that sounds well, good. Yeah, you, none of you that want to hang good. on. You want to you want to eat the butt end of the thing that eats the thing that you threw out. <laughs> well, now that you put it that way, yes, I do. <laughs> uh. Okay, so what what are we actually going to be arguing about this time? I am going to say, and that's because this whole, and I'm glad that Bill brought it up, this Facebook, and we wanted to do a, either a Facebook Live or a YouTube Live thing where we could have the three of us sort of participating the way we do on a Skype call, and then we record our audio sort of separately to make sure that we've got good good quality going there for the audio. But and we wanted to be able to do event, live Q&A. You know, because yeah. that way people could actually write in messages and do a live Q&A instead of us asking for the questions in advance. But. But. <laughs> both. Well, I don't know about Facebook, but YouTube took that feature away. You used to be able to do it through something called Hangouts or Hangouts Live or Go On Air or all this stuff. And they took it away. Like, you just can't do that anymore. And I guess Tim said the exact right things. They're looking to monetize it. And I don't know how they're doing it now, but uh, there's all kinds of. I guess add-ons you can add to it. Anyways, it used to be a super easy thing. I remember used, back in the day, we used to do like these the Saturday nights. We used to do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. The Maritime Show. And that was yeah. it was a ton of fun. It would be like eight or nine of us, sometimes 12 of us on this thing, talking well, and whatever. I, they still do it because I know Russ Clarity still has his show. He does it. Dave Gatton still does a live show, I think. Um, so it's out there. I just don't if, – if the only way to get it is, like you said, you have to buy apps and let, download stuff, I don't think we want to do that. It's just but for one episode. Yeah, why change? What? What? Why did they change it? It was good. Exactly, why, change is the worst. Change is bad. It's worse bad. That's what I'm saying. It's in things like technology, it's bad, and also in woodworking, it's bad. I'm getting tired of upgrading my darn phone. It's it's. I'm getting over it. It's like every time I get used to it, they change it. <laughs> See, I here's the bit. The, so the bit is. Is that I'm supposed to be like the because I'm the change is good guy. I'm supposed to sit and, and they're gonna be these ornery old men and complain about everything being the way you know it's not as good as it used to be. And I'm supposed to tell them all the reasons why they're wrong. But in this case, I totally agree with the tech stuff. I'm tired of it too. <laughs> I just I want my flip phone back. I agree. <laughs> I don't I don't need my flip phone back. I'm just saying how much how much do you need to keep upgrading and changing? Seriously, I mean, when is enough enough? Right. Here's what they need to upgrade. The phones are small enough. The screens are good. Let it last. Put in a good battery in there. Yeah. 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 Replaceable batteries. You know what yeah. I mean? Remember when phone batteries were replaceable? Oh, this one's bad? Let me just take it out and put in a new one. You yeah. can't do that anymore. You, just, you could order it on eBay and have it in two days and pop a new one in. You could have spares. Oh, back and forward. They had eBay. This is good days. eBay's yeah. been around since like the 90s, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've had my eBay account since like 2002 or something like that. Yeah. What's in the, uh, Tim, come on. I know you're the advocate for change is good. Can't you think of one little thing that has changed that you just wish they would have left well enough alone? Well, I can think of um, I can think of lots of things for sure, but I try to to be broader minded about it and realize that that sometimes like you know to, to not look at the the short game but to look at the long game and so you know all these changes are are they all lead and develop it's very frustrating when you download or you know you update the app and then it's like it doesn't do what you want it to do and you can't find your thing and you want to just be like that 
Hans Molman. Like, I want my 15 minutes back, you know, you just kind of complain about time passing you. But I do realize that that's just me being ignorant and, and, and stubborn and not wanting to put the effort in. Like, you know, that's just what it is. I mean, so when something like the hang, when hangouts goes away, it's like, yeah, okay, that's frustrating. Um, but is it really an yes, inconvenience? Yes, it, yes, it really is. It really is. It's been gone for months, and this is the first time it's inconvenienced because we wanted to use it and it's not there. And it's like, oh, that's a bummer. But it's, it reminds me of when the iMac bubble came out, the G3 came out, and there was no um, disc, floppy disk drive, you know? And it was like, what do you mean? I can't, I have valuable information on my 3.5 megabyte floppy disk that I need, and I can't access it. And everybody's like, Matt, you know, thinking that Apple just like screwed the pooch with that. And no one ever looked back and now they have the same thing where there's no no headphone jacks and everybody's like oh my god i can't plug my headphone in five years is not going to matter the people that are doing this stuff know way more than we do that's how i know what are you kidding me headphone jack was the worst mistake ever it's ridiculous there's no need to turn it into a proprietary plug there are still a ton of headphone manufacturers where you now need the dumb little dongle and you can't listen to music and charge the phone at the same time without yet another dongle it's I I know I agree, but it's these are growing pains because you know in ten years it's going to be just like that floppy disk. It's going to be like what? Years. Remember, remember when that was a big deal? Yeah, those are the first growing of all. Pains. They you know had... if it, okay. Let me stop you right there. If it took ten years, I'd be okay with it, right? Because that gives me some time to make adjustments. I'm not saying I don't want anything to change. I'm just tired of it changing every five minutes. It's not ten years. It's you don't have to buy a new weeks. phone. Keep it's your old 10 phone. Weeks. You have to buy a new phone because after a while they quit upgrading it and it won't work. Yeah, the battery I, dies on it, and they say you can't you can't replace the battery. You don't have to buy a new. I had a friend that was got, what was the first the first um, iPhone. It was like the. It was called an iPhone. Yeah. It was called it was an iPhone. Ca- yeah. Yeah, it was like a three S, or was that actually a third generation? No, it was called an iPhone. No, it was the it was the iPhone three G. Three G. Oh yeah, three G because it was so he had because it was a three G network and that was a big deal. So I had a friend that bought an iPhone three G and I remember him playing. Yeah, it was yeah exactly it was four inches thick. And um and I remember him using that thing. I have it. I still have it. It won't work for me anymore. It's in my hand right now. Look. Well, the also iOS left it behind. Like you, even if you could power it, you couldn't yeah. actually use it. He yeah he right. used that phone up through. Everybody else had like a six, and it was around the six I think that then they finally he just couldn't use it anymore. Yeah. Um, and he was you know and so that does happen, but it didn't happen instantly. It took ten years, or well in that case it's like five years I guess, but yeah. you know. <sighs> Maybe time's just going by faster. I don't know. Well, it is. Give, it is. It's, I'll uh, give you. I'll give you. you know I'll give you an example of one that isn't as sort of this kind of Long cell time. phone topic. But I'll, here's one that maybe yeah, is a little ch- bit more controversial. Child labor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you denying children the right to work? Uh, no. How about? And this might sound a little silly, but all of these YouTubers <clears throat> who have these shops of tools that most people, 95% of people, couldn't possibly have. I miss the YouTube videos of the guys who have the tools that everybody has, showing us how to do more with less, with innovative, interesting jigs. I'm not just talking about Izzy Swan because he did do all those things, but there are all these, do you remember like the earlier days of YouTube, there were like these old guys on there, like the 35 minute video, the audio you could barely hear, but a genius jig on how to do tenoning or anything or else he, like that. He used a he used a Craftsman radial arm saw, the recalled one, and like and made crown molding. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, Stumps McGee. You remember that one? Yeah. They're still there. They're just harder to find. You got to go searching deeper. Yeah, I'm just. I'm I just. just I just don't think all of the upgrades, all of the technology, even in woodworking. Um, James Hamilton, Stumpy Nubs. I just watched a video he did on. Um, uh, uh, table saws. What's a good first table saw? So he explained that there's like three different types, blah, 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 blah. And he brought up something. He brought up, and he has a saw stop. So he wasn't putting it down or whatever, but he brought up the fact that um, most accidents with the table saw happen that you don't get your fingers involved. It's usually kickback or something yeah. like that. So the saw stop, while it solved an amazing, amazing problem of getting your finger hurt, the odds of you getting your finger hurt are slim to none because you will you'll way more likely get kickback you'll get something on you know a tool jumping out of your hand something like that but but kickback isn't as threatening i mean you're not gonna get a cracked rib from kickback you're gonna get a bruise you know what i mean you're not gonna lose actually there's there's way more serious damage 
there's more serious damage from kickback than there ever will be from cutting your finger. You cut your finger, you cut your finger, and you gotta you gotta deal with that. But the the odds of that happening because most of us, and I I say this with a big heart to everybody who's listening, most of us are smart enough not to stick our fingers in that spinny sharp thing that's powered by a motor. Yeah, you know? I mean ac- accidents happen. You, that's that's accidents how it happens. Do happen. You know that's how it happens. But sure. It's just like they didn't need to change this, the the table saw industry to add this brake thing. That there's a lot of things that the table saw can't do now because of that. Or you got to keep buying more stuff mm-hmm. to make it do what it used to do before you had the stupid brake thing on it. Yep, dados, right? wet wood. Yeah, they claimed wood because it's got nails in it sometimes. Yeah, I don't own a saw stop, um, and I I would Yet. like to own a saw stop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. I don't think I'd want it to be my only table saw because it's such a pain in the neck to turn that function off, which mm-hmm. they do for mm-hmm. safety, of course. Um, but uh, be- I would have to turn it off so often. For the, I mean, half the stuff I run through, I have no idea what's in there, and I can't spend seventy five dollars on a break a, a blade and a cartridge every time it, you know, every time I hit a nail that I missed. Like that's just ridiculous, you know. That's why I like the Bosch version of that better because which it got release squashed in, in courts, and that's why it's not out yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shocks, I think it was called. It's another, it's another thing. See, change people. People don't want you to change. They, I want to make the change, but you can't mm. change with me. Screw you. You don't get no changes. Only me. I can make changes. That's I, a I almost yeah. got one of those yeah. Bosch saws. The uh, the Reacts, I think it was called. Oh, Reacts. That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. almost got. But it's only one. a job site. Yeah, but well, they're not on the market because they lost a lawsuit to to SawStop. But um, you can. I think you can find them secondhand right now. Yeah, well, sure. There's no, there's no logins, but they, they had a, they had a limited run that went out, and then saw stop, cease and desisted it. And right in that period of time was when I did that project for Bosch, and, um, yeah. and the, you know, the, I, they sent me a job site saw to use, and I was like, oh, send me the reacts, you know, like that'll be, yeah. you'll be a great way. But it was like right at the time the litigation was happening, so they had to send me a, a normal the one. Not, couldn't, and I was uh, like, oh, I almost got one. <laughs> oh man. I was like, oh man, Vance can start using the table saw. Yes, you know, but no. <laughs> Now he's got to wait till so he's thirty. When you, when you when you force that kind of a change on somebody, they buy this saw that now has this magic button that won't let your fingers get chopped off. How lax are you going to get, thinking that oh it's all safe now? I don't have to I don't have to use any safety. You know, but that's that's the same thing they said about seatbelts and airbags and all that stuff. I mean, and I like don't agree with those things either. Okay, you I, don't have to. You can turn your airbag off and take your seatbelt off and go have a blast, buddy. That's great. I cannot take my seatbelt off because it's against the law to do so, and I'm not yeah. going to become a, a criminal just to make you happy, Tim. And um, yeah, Tim. you can't turn your airbags off on the driver's side, and you can't. Uh, not, yeah, not anymore, yeah. 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 No, that's, I mean, the airbag is one of those things that I think you would appreciate having if you needed it. Are we arguing about the necessity of <laughs> seatbelts yeah. and airbags? Yeah. I'm using don't make a, me bring up motorcycle helmets. Gosh, uh, gosh darn it. Connecticut, you don't need one. That's not a... It's, There's a uh, bunch of them. It's one Maine, of the few Florida. states. Yeah. Yeah, Utah still, uh, well, it used to be when I lived there before. Mm. You didn't have to have a helmet. You know, it, that's funny because I think about that too. Um, like the helmet law. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, if you want to kill yourself, go ahead, right? That's like the attitude that people have. Like, you know, why should they be forced? But the difference is, is that if you're in a motorcycle accident and you're involved with someone else and you die, like that person has to live with that on their conscience for the rest of their lives, you know? Whether it was your fault I'm or their not, fault. I'm not responsible for your feelings. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you're not responsible for my feelings, but it's something that, that should be considered in this modern society. There's a lot that of things to in. be considered, but I think having other people make decisions for you is just never a good thing. So uh, the argument is the argument is, oh, you don't wear a seatbelt, you don't wear a helmet, the insurance rates are gonna go up because of your accidents, blah blah blah. That's not me making the insurance rates go up. That is, if you want to look at it, that's that could be just, you know, what, what do you call it? The selection, divine selection or whatever. You know, we're calling out the stupid people that don't wear their seatbelts or their helmets. Shouldn't cost anybody any extra money. Yeah, Darwinism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so just for argument's sake, when you ride a motorcycle, Bill, yes. helmet or no? Um, yes, because I have to in California. California. Yeah. Okay, but if you didn't, would you? Uh, in California, I still would because there's so much congestion here. But I think when I move to Utah and I retire, probably not. It's interesting because I used to I used to have a motorcycle. And I used to ride, and you could not pay me not to wear a helmet. Like it was crazy. I couldn't imagine. Like I'd drive through states like Maine and stuff, and I'd be like, I, I can't believe people wouldn't wear a helmet. This is nuts. 
You just well, never know. When you're doing 120 going to your sister's house in Oregon on your sport bike, I want a helmet on because the last thing you want is a bug hitting you at 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but when you're cruising on a Harley, when I get, I'm old and fat now, so I'm going to get me a Harley and I'm going to just cruise and I'm going to do 55 on the freeway and I'm just going to go through mountain roads and stuff where it's beautiful and the air is clean and, and I'm not doing these congested, crowded, going fast anymore. I don't need to go fast anymore. I've done, at my airport, when I first started working there, I worked at night. The runway was closed. I got on my motorcycle and went 150 miles an hour down the runway. Did that a couple times, and it was amazing and wonderful. And I'm like, wow! And I don't need to ever do that again. I'm yeah, you're, yeah, that's one of those things. Once is enough. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, to answer, but but again, I mean, but even at 40, 50, a bug smacking you in the face hurts. It does, but you know what? Stubbing your your toe hurts too. You but it's to over and over and over again because you're <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not the one time. When I run through a place that has a lot of bugs, I pull over and go get some food and wait okay. for the bugs to pass. So. Okay. Anyways, just personal preference, I guess. Um, it should be a personal. I think that a lot of things that are decided for us should be left alone. We don't need to change rules and regulations just because somebody else decided that it's not a good thing. Well, you know, I got a, I got a lot of libertarian <clears throat> in me too. Like, yeah. You know, I don't like being told what to do, and I want to. But the, you know, when you live in society, and there's just so many people that just put themselves ahead of society, and that's where you end up starting to have to sort of legislate some of this. There's stuff. a, there's a trade-off. I, I, it's called yeah. social contract. We give up yeah. certain things to get certain things. You know what I mean? What I give up the right to murder you for the right not to be murdered. Now, yeah. now you what, got forty. I, you got forty acres out in New Hampshire, and, and you want to ride your bike and on the, the, the doing one hundred fifty miles an hour through your field. That's great. But you got to share with some old lady that. that gets nervous around I, I, motorcycles. Absolutely, you know? I agree with that. What am I gaining by having to wear my seatbelt? What am I gaining? I'll tell you exactly what you're gaining. Okay, so because it's legislated, because every car manufacturer has to have it, they actually advance the technology to the point where um, it's safer and thus needs to be used less. And because it's safer, everybody benefits from it. You know what I mean? It's the it's the aggregate benefit. So people who are smart enough to make changes to add more safety to a vehicle wouldn't have done it unless they regulated it. Yeah, but yeah, take a look at what seatbelts like were like in the fifties and sixties. They were yeah, literally like belts. just like yeah, they sucked. Cloth lap but belts. because they they made it so that it's now a feature of the car, like they could sell based on how safe it is. They made it way better. Mm. And, and why can't know, we just why can't we just legislate then that look you need to make these cars have all the best and brightest uh, safety innovations in them, period, but you don't have to force me to use those. Now, oh. I would wear a seatbelt regardless. I don't like the fact that I have to. Oh, that's oh, different. You know I mean? That's taxation through police. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Different story. That's a right. whole other story. Okay, so that's where the libertarian in me comes in. Uh, you know, if a cops want to enforce speed limits, drive along with us. Everyone will follow the speed limit because you're right there. Ambushes are taxation. Hmm. Well, let me let me rant a little bit about a maker-related thing that I've been struggling. This is all me. It's all in my head. This is what I've been struggling with, a change that I've been on the fence, and i got to do it, but I don't want to do it. And finally, I'm at the point now where screw it. I'm not doing it. I am not doing CNC. I'm just not. It's change. I don't need to do it. There's no law okay. and regulation that says i got to do it. So good, I don't good, because we don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> I agree with you. Look, the, you... The whole point of this is that it's supposed to be fun, and it's supposed to be, uh, you know, a, an alleviation of stress. You're supposed to relax when you go into your garage. There's no reason why you should go in there and feel like, oh, I gotta learn how to do this. I want to be good at it. There's so much pressure because everyone's so good at it. How come I'm not right. good at it? Like, That's what I'm saying. I've been struggling it. with just for the fact that I shouldn't. I I I feel bad because I don't do it because I think everybody else. Thinks, oh come on, Bill, you'd love it. Once you get started, blah blah. No, get off my lawn. I don't want to see and see. Yeah, I mean that's what everyone <laughs> said about drugs, and you know what? They weren't that great, frankly. You know, so you don't have to do what other people want you to do. I'm just kidding about the drugs; they were pretty good. Yeah, they were. Nah, no, I, you know what? If I'm being <laughs> honest, there is no drug out there that's that good. It's just not worth it. it nothing. And I don't consider I don't consider what's now legal in most places uh, marijuana. I don't consider that a drug. But alcohol and everything else, mm -hmm. I think, is terrible, and everybody's better off without it. Yeah, probably. 
can't, can't disagree with that. Although I, I do miss whiskey. But <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, wait a minute. Am I advocating for change here? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, think, um, I think if you are comfortable in your shop being a traditional woodworker or whatever that means to you, you know, whether you're Shannon Rogers who only uses hand tools, but guess what? Because he wants to be able to uh, actually work on the project instead of milling, every, you know, for the year, he's got a 20-inch, you know, industrial planer in his shop. You know, so like whatever that level of comfort for you is, do it. You yeah, don't have yeah. to be a CNCer. You don't have to be a laser guy. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. The point is, is get your brush, mix them out. I'm, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about a laser. I'm just not thinking of it as a CNC. Well, it is a CNC. It's just the tool. No, 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 no. Just look, just like I'll eat Brussels sprouts because Casey tells me they're broccoli balls. I like broccoli. I don't like Brussels sprouts, but if she tells me they're broccoli balls, I'll eat them. So wait, you does don't she, like broccoli, she, but you do like them? balls. I like broccoli. <laughs> And I like them when they're round. Right. And it really the steams kind of my broccoli like, balls. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, a laser <laughs> is definitely a CNC. It just doesn't have a router head. See, it's got I a laser head. To, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to. La uh, la 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 la. <laughs> yeah. It's controlled okay. the same way. It all, it always goes back to CNC when you have one of these conversations because it is like the it's the the to. Woodworking today that the table saw was to woodworking a hundred years ago. I guess I don't know, but you know the, it's that big controversial. Is it is it not woodworking? And yeah, man, absolutely. If you're if you're woodworking to, for fun, do what's fun. Yeah. If you're woodworking. If you're woodworking for a living, don't be an idiot. Get a C and C. You're you're just wasting your time and money without <laughs> yeah. it. That's. It depends what your product is. If you're a cabinet yeah, shop, if you're making traditional really Windsor chairs, don't don't buy a C and C. If you're if you're like an all around make shop. Get a CNC and make some money. You know? I, I I can't disagree with that logic. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I still I like go it, back to what it is I, that you I make. I can't disagree with it. Right. Right. All right, we fought enough. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> I just want to say, I still like you guys. This was tough because I I hate interrupting and forcing my opinion on you guys. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It feels like what you just said isn't true, but here we are. Yet here we are. Um, okay. Oh, and so one one last plea for uh, questions. So next oh. week's two hundredth episode is a Q and A. So send us your mm -hmm. questions. The more the better. We're gonna do. We'll, we'll we'll get through all of them. Even if it takes us three hours, we'll get through all of them, or we'll do it in episode two hundred one. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think there's a time limit for next week. Yeah. And, and I got to point it out. We we get. On average, what about three thousand listens a week ish? Something like, like that. Five? No, what do you mean? We get a lot more than that. Well, either way, we get enough people listening to this. So if you're listening to this, celebrate our two hundredth with us and send us some questions. Ask us about anything; it doesn't matter. I mean, I would love to answer stuff about what I do uh, in the shop, and I'm sure Tim and Phil would. But ask us about anything. What's the weather like in California right now? How much mm. snow do you get in Connecticut on a third Sunday of the month of December? And, Four inches. And how, how much bacon do Canadians need before they can have a beer and say, hey? That's All valid thing. questions, but do better than that, please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, please yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And have, also... Oh, yeah. Also, the 200th episode would be a great episode to share with your friends because it'll be a great way to introduce them to our world. Don't yeah, share this as one. Much as we, this one, as much this one as they'll we, never listen they, again if you share this one. <laughs> no, yeah, but share share something because that's that is a huge way to help. There's other ways to help. And we appreciate and want that more, um, but also sharing really helps. So hugely so, yeah. Uh, and uh, to kindly disagree with Tim, that is not the last time we're going to mention it. We will also mention it again all week and at the end of this episode to send us questions is what I'm saying um, okay we've got a lot of reviews to get through agree uh, to disagree there are a few international ones as well so uh, there's one I'll, I guess I'll kick it off here there's one from uh, the US by 42 Evening Rose and the uh, subject is enjoyable so already we're off to a good start um, Heard about you from Joshua Alexander Ustat. He gave you a glowing review and commended your podcast to his subscribers. Content is subscriber worthy. 
and then they put in five little stars in the comments. So, so it's, a, it's a ten star review. That's right, because it's five plus five. Genius. I, this this is funny. They they keep going. <laughs> I think I think he actually brought a lot of people on there, so it's terrific. Yeah. So we we were kind of we read a whole bunch and we paraphrased them last week from from Joshua Alexander. Uh, and but these are real we were, people this time. Yeah, we were kind of thinking that it was like he went and he spammed us, is what we were kind of alluding to last week. And then he messaged me and he's like, "No, he's like, I mentioned you guys in, in his live thing or whatever is, and uh, and he told people to go listen. So these are all actually real people that were writing to us. And I feel bad that we sort of didn't read them all and we paraphrased them. No, no, no. no. I ended. He did write almost like twenty of them. But then, then the, these recent ones, the one where I started and right. forward, are real people. Oh, is that how it goes? I'll, I'll take the, yeah. I'll take the next one then. How's yeah. that? Okay. Go ahead. The next one is by Jim Jackson, number one. Great podcast. You guys should follow Joshua Alexander. He is a finger painter and a model maker in Alberta, Canada. He is talented. Just check out his My Hands Gallery on Instagram or search for Joshua Alexander on YouTube to view his many videos of his of his that show him in of his that show him in action. He's a great maker with huge potential. Very talented to boot. Yes. Okay. So they're between okay. these two American ones. There's two international ones. So one's from Switzerland, um, and it's Swiss Anouk, and the subject is Usitat means maker. I love this podcast. Found out about it from Joshua Alexander from My Hands Gallery in Usitat. Check him on YouTube. Maybe that one is nonsense. Let's see here. I mean, not nonsense, but another spam one. Um, yeah, I guess the Canadian one is next in. Crib Player, one, two, three, great podcast. I found out about this podcast on Joshua Alexander's YouTube channel. He is great. These are he these is. are like the these are kind of like a, a backhanded compliment, you know, kind of like Bill, you would look so great if you lost thirty pounds. You know what I mean? Like like it's just it's, it's nice, but it's not that nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Here's uh, Lenny B in Idaho. Loved and learned from the Definition podcast. Um, it was great to hear you guys discussing and caring about reducing our waste. I was raised in the concept of use it up, wear it out, make it do or do without. I think that is what upcycling is all about. I came to investigate your channel because of, guess what? At Uchitat at My Hands Gallery suggested it, and I am so glad that Joshua Alexander told me to and that I followed his suggestion. And we are to welcome to the fray yeah. <laughs> Lenny B. in Idaho. Okay, here's, uh, I, here's I, the last international I, one, and then we can do whatever the last American ones. So this one's from the UK, Jeanette UK, first time listener. Cute intro, sound advice for newbie makers. We'll be tuning in again. Shout out from Ustutad, Joshua Alexander, go watch his vlogs and subscribe. <laughs> okay, then we go back to fellow makers. Check out Josh, five stars from DM5555, a bunch of Zs. Pretty cool content, fellow makers should check out Joshua Alexander on YouTube, he's really creative, love how this community repurposes items and makes cool things. And yes, Joshua Alexander does that quite a bit. Um, and, and there's a last one that actually is a real one that doesn't talk about Joshua Alexander. Hey, you know, Joshua Alexanders are real, they just say his name in them a lot. So this is just a real right. one that doesn't say. Right. <laughs> All right, I'll, should I get this one? Sure. Hit it. All right, uh, worst true crime podcast ever by Patrick in Tucson. <laughs> I'd like to start by saying some nice things about Bill, Tim, and Phil. Hold on. I'm thinking. Anyway, uh, listening to this podcast, I learned a little and laughed a lot. Bill, the lovable lefty gun nut, may be the wisest of them all. It's a good oh, thing Phil and yeah. Tim are there to keep him from getting a big head by implying that he's not so smart. Tim used to be a band and makes free-range, cruelty-free vegan guitars. And uh, Phil's a Canadian. That's I pretty, like that one. I, that yeah. was a great, great yeah. review. I love that one. P.S. Check out Joshua movie. Alexander. I used. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, too funny. That is fun. And, and, and um, thanks, Josh, for the shout-outs. Weekly Thank tip you, segment. I haven't done one of these in a long time. I got one this week. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it's kind of a two-parter in that um, I, I want to talk about spray adhesive. Um, I love this stuff for me and I'm not being paid to say this but I've used a bunch of them and the best one is the 3M Super 77 for general purpose there is a higher tack one for more permanent bonds but this one is like a good medium spray adhesive if you need to pull something apart you can afterwards but um, what I use it for well I use it for templates and stuff but specifically for this tip 
What I like to do is make sanding blocks using it. So what I'll do is I'll take um, a piece of MDF that's like whatever big enough to hold in my hand and I will put some spray adhesive on one side of that and then spray adhesive on some um, on the back of some just regular sandpaper, whatever the grid is, usually about 120 is what I work with for general purpose in the shop for just doing breaking edges and rounding over and stuff like that. And then so I'll, I'll join the two together and then I'll take a razor blade and I will just cut out the sandpaper to exactly where the block begins and ends and then you've got a perfect sanding block that you know is flat and true and level and you can use it for, I don't know, I like to, for chamfers all along a box edge or something like that. Uh, they're just great and to have them in multiple grits uh, is fantastic and you can, I guess you can do it with something softer as well, but I like the, I like the hard blocks. Alternatively, you can also make custom shapes that are not flat and true for like radiuses if you need to get into spots and out of spots. So you can go to your, you know, and use your sander to create some, some cove or whatever, and then yeah. do the same exact trick and then go sand inside that cove until it, until it matches. Cause sanding is just transferring shapes in essence, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and I just, I just bought, I have the 77. I, I use that all the time. And I just bought today, this morning, 99. I bought the yeah the green can. Yeah. Um, because I had used the 77 on my my Asian inspired um, like a privacy screen that I made okay. and I, I put the rice paper on with that and it came up and, uh, and because it's not permanent you know so yeah. I need to I need to redo that high tech yeah um, and and if you need to in a pinch also you can put you can so if you can get the measurement right so that it wraps perfectly around you could do it around a dowel and you could do it on inside edges of circles. So you just mm. sort of have this dowel with sandpaper on it that you can sort of, you know. Yeah, handheld spindle sander. Yeah. yeah, or even chuck it up into a drill if it's small enough. Anyways, yep. uh, good stuff. So I thought that was a fun one and hopefully that was helpful to. I feel like I, I, my tip, I should save it for next week, but I'm not going to because it just fits perfectly with yours, is that okay. I just recently, I, uh, I go through orbital sanders, like the five inch, you know, random orbital sanders, like I just, I break them. Like it's usually the bearing inside and then sometimes okay. the motors burn out and they get to a point where it's like, you know, you, you clean the contacts and it's still not working and you just you get another one for 30 bucks. I always buy the inexpensive ones. But what I do when I break them is I pull that pad off and I make a handheld block out of that. I just, I usually mm -hmm. just glue a piece of wood under that so I can don't have to do all the 3M stuff and I can just stick my Velcro pads on it. And, yeah, that's uh, smart. Yeah. I like that a lot. So just it kind of goes with yours, you know. Yeah. Cool. Um, what grabbed your attention? Bill Lutz, what grabbed your attention this week? You know what grabbed my attention this week? Uh, somebody I'm sure everybody knows, Scott Turner. Uh, if you don't watch his channel, you need to. The man is, again, one of those people that is so amazing at what he does. He makes me feel like a hack every time I watch one of his videos. He's just beyond, beyond. But he just got, he had a posted a little video. He just got his uh, silver YouTube button. So oh, yeah. 100,000 subscribers. He's over that now. But uh, congratulations, Scott. We love you, man. I'm uh, Definitely, he's a great, great maker and a, a good friend and supporter of our podcast. So mm. I don't have a problem giving him some love at all. Heck no. That's man. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Tim? Uh, I watched two... Last week, I don't know how I ended up there, but there was a two-part, it was like a short documentary about Black Flag called By Any Means Necessary, A Brief History of Black Flag, which is the old Henry Rollins punk band. Um, and I just thought it was cool. It was just some guy that, he started putting together this this uh, documentary, and then he, it got shelved, and tried again, and it got shelved. And he kind of tells his story about how he's trying to put it, like literally no one in the band would talk to him. But he was like, you know what, in the spirit of Black Flag, I'm going to make this damn thing anyways, because they would have, you know, because that was like their attitude. Like, nobody liked him, everybody hated him, but they just kept doing their thing. So he went and he made his own unauthorized, you know. Um, and it, it was just, I don't know, I just if you like old, like the punk rock and the history of it and stuff. And I've also been watching a lot of drunk history lately, because it's hilarious. Just like the okay. clips on YouTube, you know. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of, uh, what was the movie? SL Punk or whatever? From the 90s yeah. with Matthew Lillard? Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I saw that back then, but I don't remember it. You should see it. It's actually, it aged very well. It's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, check it out. It's very good. I will. Um, so what's caught my attention this week is how great um, our friends are. And uh, so I, I, 
I was working on something for work, uh, actually computer related. So um, I taught myself a little bit of Python programming to be able to access a, an API endpoint. Basically, I want to be able to pull out invoices from our accounting software so that I can plug it into a dashboard that I'm making so that every day you get updated information about your company and, um, and, and you just be able to at a glance know what's going on with your company. So the, the endpoint that our uh, accounting software uses sucks and is super unstable, so I have to build this whole loop thing to go and fetch the records one at a time. Anyways, I was having a really tough time. I built out some code and it wasn't working properly. And, uh, and so I just kind of put it up to, to the group that we're kind of all a member of, which is uh, we like to make stuff. And, uh, and I, wrote, I literally wrote this, I have it open. I said, okay, this one isn't makery, but I still need help. Anybody have any experience with Python and Web API? Like literally five seconds later, a good friend now, his name is Daniel Wood, uh, wrote some. <laughs> he wrote some dot, 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 and plenty with APIs and languages in general. What's the problem? And literally it's like 40. 40 messages back and forth. I pasted in some of my code. He said, okay, this is what you're doing wrong. Check this out. Solved it for me. Um, so I am super grateful uh, to Daniel that like he really took a lot of time to help me out and I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much, Daniel. And also Dave Bauer wrote me in and, and, uh, and he helped, helped me out uh, a little bit as well. So that's uh, much appreciated and, and really humbling and uh, makes me yeah. very grateful to be part of this community. It's, it's crazy, man. There's someone in that group that, can, that knows everything. Yeah. You know, any question. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. It's like our own little intranet of information, like anything you need to know. I've, I've had people like, uh, like Gib Clark. I, I sort of put it out there to, uh, hey, my HVAC's not working. And he's like, let's do a, let's do a Facebook thing. Let me see it. So we're, I'd actually, we did a FaceTime or whatever it was. And uh, and he helped me with my HVAC. Like it's crazy. It, it's I just I just love this community. It's fantastic. Mm, uh, yes. So that's so what grabbed my all. attention. So say we all. Um, I, I have nothing to say against that. That's a true thing, and I'm very happy. I, I I wanted to point out real quick too. I forgot to thank Robert, Joshua, and Steve. All three of them for buying Reclaimed Audio Podcast T-shirts this week. Hey. Thank you guys very much. Oh. We still have a few left. It's a great way to celebrate our 200 episodes to get rid of the four or five shirts that we have left. <laughs> so if anybody Why don't else you is could, interested, um, you think you could stencil 200 on them if people buy them? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I I can. I can put in the notes if you if if you're listening if you're within the sound of my voice and you you get if you fit into a medium or large. I think that's all we have left. <laughs> it's that if you go to reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, there's a link that will take you to my Etsy store and there's a you can put a note in on Etsy when you buy something because there's right now there's an option to pick a stencil and you could do um one of them is maker uh, mashup and where I just make up my own words or whatever. But just put in the notes, choose the mashup one and put in the notes 200 and I'll and I'll make a custom 200 episode shirt. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Way guys. to go, man. Yeah. So nobody took up my offer to buy all that we had left for a five percent discount. No, I guess I guess um, it was five dollars. I would give them five dollars. Oh, well, back. Okay. So that Maybe still stands. Five percent. They would have got them all. Yeah, I'll put yeah, <laughs> big spender. <laughs> I'll put two hundred on all of them if you buy them all. <laughs> Can't yeah, give fine. you. This. We're up to six fifty back now. <laughs> Our websites, ironandsoul.com, williamlutes.com, timsway.net, newperspectivesmusic.com. So instead of my usual sign-off, I'm going to say one more time. Guys, next week is our 200th episode. We are super excited about it, and we are turning it into a question-and-answer period show. So send us those questions either by email, info, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, or on our communal Twitter, which is at Reclaimed Audio, or on any of our socials, uh, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever you want. Um, and then we will uh, we'll read them out, uh, provided they are not insane, although we probably will favor the insane ones. But uh, that's just me. Can we just make it clear? We're not actually going to answer any questions. We're just going to read them out. So Just read the questions. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. goes without saying. I hey, believe. Bill, what's yeah, your okay. favorite color? Also, yeah, Tim, next. what's your favorite letter? <laughs> yeah. Good it question. Weird. Next. Yeah. That's a great question. I love that question. What's next? Good question. Yeah. We're going to practice to be politicians. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. On iTunes, again, leave us those reviews. Um, and patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Uh, the best way to keep these three guys making another 200 episodes. So, oh God, is that Amen. a threat? <laughs> 
or can else. You imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine well, us? We're already so ornery with each other after 200. Can you imagine at 400? I'm going to send you the definition anymore. of this? ornery. Yes. This is almost four years, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, four years. So in four wow. more years? Oh, I'll be nicer because I'll be retired. Sorry, did you say retired? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, Siri, I don't tired. need anything. Right. Sorry. I'm tired now. You're tired again. Um, here we go. And that's uh, actually... Tired still. <laughs> tired still, yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah, Have a great week, guys, and looking forward to answering your questions next week. Amen. Bye, everybody. Be good.